Hey, it's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. I'm doing the second podcast for the night. So as we know, after every single week, I always say the same thing. It's going to be a shorter podcast than normal. And it never turns out to be that way. But I promise you that it will be just that way tonight. Because I've already done an hour of podcasting. What else do you want from me? Uh, So uh, Project Veritas just came out. And they had a girlfriend of another CNN producer that was, and she turned over text messages. She didn't reveal who the CNN producer was, but she turned over text messages of this CNN guy that was requesting nudes of her, so the girlfriend, the girlfriend's daughter, and this CNN producer also fantasizes about his own daughter, his own daughter being 14 and his stepdaughter being 15. So she goes through all the text messages. So another CNN sexual deviant is about to be exposed literally and figuratively. By the way, another remember the other guy that I brought up, uh, the one that was luring single single mothers with their daughters into... Uh, various situations that allowed them to be groomed, and he was trying to groom the the daughters. So, so essentially, he was a pedophile luring other kids and luring their mothers into Vermont homes. He would go up to Vermont and rent homes and stuff like that. So it turns out that guess what? The FBI had all of this guys, all this CNN guys' data, seventeen months ago. Seventeen months ago. So if that's the case. All of you Q people out there, you're going to go, oh, there it is, 17. This, oh, boy, the 17th letter of the alphabet is the letter Q. That also means that the FBI sat on evidence of a CNN producer that was very closely associated with Chris Cuomo, host of a CNN program, for 17 months. That also means that under Trump's presidency, the FBI knew that there were pedophiles and sexual deviants all over CNN, and they did nothing. Because they probably felt as though, being that most of the FBI is globalist and slash Democrat, they probably felt as though it would ruin Biden's chances of becoming president. Because as we all know, Biden is looking disgusting around all of those girls, sniffing them, doing other icky, icky things. To them, I mean, that's only a sign of what really occurs behind closed doors. So Project Veritas on the cutting edge and about to reveal more disgusting, reprehensible pedophiles in the coming days. So another thing that happened today has to do with JFK. So JFK, they have these things. And a lot of this, if you want more information, you should head on over to YouTube and look up the Dark Journalist He has been all over the JFK assassination for probably years. I mean, he's he's all over it. He he brings up stuff that I could never hope to bring up because he's researched it so much. So today they've released fifteen hundred documents of uh, from the JFK assassination files. Well, the thing is, is that that's not all of the documents. They are the federal government is legally obligated to release all these documents, and uh, they've been legally obligated to release these documents since the 90s. 
and they keep kicking the can down the road. Biden even said, even though we've released all these documents, um, well, it could be until 2023, if not 2029, before the rest of the documents be released. So basically what they're trying to do is they are trying to kick the can down the road to the 100-year mark, the centennial of the JFK assassination before they release all the documents. Now, why is that? You listen to the dark journalist, I'll sum it up real quick. Basically, JFK came across something called the UFO files. And the UFO files had, guess what? Technology and information involving UFOs, now called UAPs. Whoa, wow. But here's the thing. JFK wanted to oh, and there also there's a nixon tie here nixon was in charge of overseeing certain groups uh involved with the ufo files and the ufo projects president nixon which is why later on when he becomes president uh he's going and showing jackie gleason of the honeymooners dead alien bodies talking about aliens and everything else but anyway uh jfk says, guess what? We should probably tell the Russians about this because this is beyond anything we've ever seen. We probably can't fight this alone, so this has to be a global effort to fight back against these UFOs. And something just popped into my head. I don't know why. Uh, uh, some of you may know that I am a bit of a, uh, maybe a clairvoyant or I um, I do Reiki, so I'm an energy worker and things like that. But something just popped into my head. And that was uh, basically whoever is controlling the UFO file, whoever um, whoever the UFO file is about, actually infiltrated the rest of the West, which is why you're seeing the activities that you see today. And Donald Trump wasn't necessarily for that, and neither was JFK. So this is part of a coup that's been playing out over the past almost, I don't know, what, eight decades, six decades? Uh, so, okay, there you go. Just got some channeling from the great Chris Michaels. How about that? Look at me. Anyway, with the UFO file being like it is, and JFK saying we need to really share this with the Russians, immediately um, they went against this and ultimately decided to shoot JFK. Now, um, what you also know if you do any bit of research and you have two brain cells to rub together, you know very well that more than likely there is no such thing as a lone nut in the form of Lee Harvey Oswald. The DailyMail.co.uk somehow skimmed through 1,500 files that were released today and came to the conclusion that Lee Harvey Oswald was in contact with a member of the KGB two months before the shooting, and the CIA was told that Russia was planning to pay a hitman $100,000 to kill the president in 1962. Now, that was a year before um, uh, JFK was assassinated. So immediately... We already have a narrative. Immediately, we've got a limited air out, which means they, they release these documents that everybody has been clamoring for, but they're not entirely truthful. They are redacting certain bits of information. They're leaving other documents out so that they control the narrative. They're trying to shape the reality tunnel about JFK and the assassination and trying to make you, just like Russiagate, they're trying to make you infer that 
Russia is the problem. Russia was the main culprit behind the JFK assassination. That's what they're trying to do. Now, why are they trying to do that? They're trying to do what they call predictive programming. And they're trying to get into your head and into the public's head that Russia is an enemy. Russia has always been an enemy. The Cold War has never stopped. And the next front line is going to be in the Ukraine. Incredible stuff. That's what they're trying to do with these documents. And that's why you're seeing all of this saber rattling against the Russians. And they're trying to do it. And they're trying to reinforce an innate national consciousness to go against the Russians through these JFK documents. Everybody knows there's a cover-up going on with JFK and the assassination, but what they're not telling you, and part of the reason why they're not telling you, if you go down the dark journalist road, is that he believes that the CIA is the one behind the assassination of JFK. I don't necessarily disagree with him. He comes up with a good argument if you decide to listen to any of his work. Um, but the problem with that is they can't release those documents if that's the case because it's an open and shut case. Because then you have the main argument to dismember the CIA right then and there. They're a rogue agency. They control everybody. And they kill presidents if they don't play ball. So that is the whole thing in a nutshell. Trump was supposed to release these documents. And if anybody remembers Judge Napolitano from uh, Fox News. They were good buddies for a little bit before they had a falling out. And Napolitano said to Trump, hey, how come you're not releasing the JFK files? This whole thing was supposed to be released. You were the man that was supposed to do it. Why aren't you doing it? Trump told Napolitano, if you saw what was in those files, you knew that I couldn't make them public. You knew that I couldn't release those files. So something in those JFK files is so damning so mind-altering, so national consciousness-altering, it's a massive shift, that it would create utter chaos in the American public's mind. And that's why not even Trump would release those JFK files. So there's a lot going on here. I do say go over to YouTube and look up the dark journalist. Um, he's, he's an amazing resource, and I, I can't even hold a candle up to him when it comes to the amount of data that he just brings out on all of his shows. So definitely go over there. But here's something else about the Kennedys that occurred tonight uh, and occurred today. It involves two of them. Carolyn Kennedy, who, by the way, if you do any sort of digging into Carolyn Kennedy, Carolyn Kennedy was supposed to run in New York State for the Senate, and she decided to withdraw her candidacy because Hillary Clinton was supposed to be in there. By the way, also another Kennedy was killed, also trying to run for U.S. Senate, and uh, and end up dying in a plane crash. So we can only assume that there's some sort of tie to that. But Carolyn Kennedy was just made ambassador, and she is now the ambassador of Australia. She has been the the ambassador to Japan. But now that she now this is another interesting thing. The Kennedys appear to be the the um I don't know how to pronounce they appear to be the 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 cutting edge, the spear, the point of the spear with whatever agenda is going on at the moment. So, what do you have here? 
You've got Carolyn Kennedy, and this is also from the Daily Mail. You've got Carolyn Kennedy, who is the ambassador to Japan. All of a sudden, she's removed. And, well, not all of a sudden, but she was the ambassador from 2013 to 17. 2016, she helped organize President Obama's trip to Hiroshima. And uh, basically, what's going on here is that they're putting the Kennedys into places that are having the most amount of dictatorial lockdowns. So now she's going to Australia. There's another one. Victoria Kennedy, attorney and Senate and uh, widow of Senator Ted Kennedy. She is now the ambassador to Austria. So you've got two of these Kennedys, both of them going to Australia and Austria. There's some sort of occult connection there with both of them being sent to a countries, you know, countries that begin with the letter A, but also two of those Kennedys going to countries with the most extreme forms of COVID lockdowns. And they said, I look forward to collaborating with the government of Australia to strengthen our alliance, improve global health, and increase vaccine access during this terrible pandemic, and to address the urgent climate crisis. I am excited to get to know the Australian people, learn about their fascinating country, and share with them what I love most about America. So I would expect that Australia is in for a heap big pile of American excrement in the form of vaccines and more lockdowns. And I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave... Ooh, almost 15 minutes. I'm going to leave you with this. This comes from U.S. Vice President Henry Wallace from an April 9th, 1944 speech. And if this isn't true now, then I don't know what is. The real dangerous American fascist is the man who wants to do in the United States in an American way what Hitler did in Germany in a Prussian way. So, a militaristic way, kind of. The American fascist would prefer not to use violence. His method is to poison the channels of public information. With a fascist, the problem is never how best to present the truth to the public, but how best to use the news to deceive the public into giving the fascist and his group more money or more power. The American fascists are most easily recognized by their deliberate perversion of truth and fact. Their newspapers and propaganda carefully cultivate Every fissure of disunity, every crack in the common front against fascism. But always and everywhere they can be identified by the appeal to prejudice and their desire to play upon the fears and vanities of different groups in order to gain power. They claim to be super patriots, but they would destroy every liberty guaranteed by the Constitution. They demand free enterprise, but are the spokesmen for monopoly and vested interest. Their final objective, toward which all their deceit is directed, is to capture political power so that using the power of the state and the power of the market simultaneously, they may keep the common man in eternal subjection. Woof! That's from 1944. You can see... And hear all of the correlations between what's going on right now and what went on back then. Nothing is new under the sun. The fascists never went away. 
The fascists just went underground, and now they are deploying their assets in full. This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Kept it to 15 minutes. As always, like me, share me, Last Call Caravan on Twitter and Instagram. One more podcast for the week, and then I will be taking the rest of the year off. Thank you very much, because this is what I do. I broadcast brilliance, and it's all for 